Hello, everyone. My name is Hank Suttala, and I'm here with Casey McBride on his birthday. Happy birthday, Casey. See how Thank I you. planned that for it to zoom out. <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> Actually, Thank I, you I, so like, much. I like telling people happy solar return because your your birthday, it's when the sun comes to the exact same degrees of uh, whatever your sun sign is. And it can be misleading because sometimes your solar return may be a day before or a day after your actual birthday because our days aren't actually even every year. Uh, how, would, how would one find that out? Where do you go to? An ephemeris. Ephemeris. So you could, I'm sure you could Google it too. Like I'm sure there's online programs, but like the actual book you would look it up, it is an ephemeris and it tells you all the degrees of all the signs for like a period of a couple decades. And you, so you can look things up and uh, it, it shows you like what's squaring what and what's conjunction with what and all that good stuff. Oh, very cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just um, had a, a wonderful, relaxing morning, made myself a beautiful, uh, I was telling Hank, a beautiful uh, big waffle with some cinnamon maple syrup and uh, just going to enjoy the day. Um, relax, hang out. We're, we're in quarantine, but I think it's a little rainy out, but I'm hoping to get out to one of the parks and uh, and go on a hike, even if it means getting a little muddy, because I'd love to go on a nice long hike yeah. on my birthday. And when I've seen Casey post some of the things he makes, like I think he could start a whole other channel. It could be shamanic <laughs> cooking with Casey. I mean, some of the stuff, it looks like, man, this could be like five-star dining. But, but anyway, today's topic is really about, okay, so it's your day. Uh, whether it's whenever your birthday is, a lot, some people really love their birthdays. I've never really been big on celebrating, but my wife is, so therefore I'm big on birthdays. Uh, but but there's a lot of power and potency in that day. Uh, in the Caro tradition of Peru, they say that on your birthday, right, when your head crowns uh, during birth or whatnot, that is when you are instilled with your seed of inspiration, your your star, your Wilka Nuna Cheska, your sacred soul star, if you wanted to call it that. And that's why identical twins even will have completely different personalities potentially because they have a different star of inspiration, even though the DNA might be exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And, and then for um, for esoteric astrology, for those of you who like that, they say that your solar return, which we already talked about, your when you, the sun comes to the exact same degree uh, of when you were born, they say that your monad, uh, which is your higher self, gives you a seed of energy to work with. And so basically, you if you if you look up the exact time that that's going to happen, ideally you want to be sitting as in contemplative a state as you can, or as mindfully as you can, and just see if you notice what that inspiration might be. So this might be a challenge for Casey today because he doesn't know when it is. So let's see if he catches it. <laughs> but whatever that inspiration is, whether it's to develop artwork or develop a coaching program or do some sort of um, creative thing, whatever it is, you get that seed. And as you walk, work around the chart where you have a square position, that's where you might have like an obstacle with it. When you have it at 180 degrees, it's an opposition. And that's where you have illumination of, wow, this is what this real potential is with this. And then with the next square, the next 90 degree angle, you have the opportunity to really anchor that. And then you're coming into your next solar return and you get a whole new seat of energy to work with throughout the year. Oh, that's awesome. I remember you had mentioned it yesterday. So I was lying in bed last night and uh, just trying to like feel receptive of when that might be coming. And um, uh, yeah, uh, but I, I noticed something a friend of mine sent me an article um, a couple of days ago. Uh, today, I don't know when it when it is. If it was last night or if it's tonight, but um, oh, it's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and then she says, "Happy birthday!" Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, today, either last night or tonight, is like a 
super pink moon or pink super moon. And um, it's like one of the biggest ones uh, in like a few years, I guess. Uh, one of the biggest supermoons. So that was, and I always am very, uh, I feel um, like I really feel the effects of the full moon. I'm very sensitive to its energy. So I always have like really heightened energy on those days. So uh, yeah, just wonderful synchronicity that it happened to occur on my birthday. And it's really a great time where uh, another little astrology tool for you folks. I uh, bet you didn't know I did astrology too, did you? No. <laughs> you did a little bit of everything. Learning uh, all kinds of things about you this week. Yeah. So, uh, so in astrology, on your birthday, every day after your your actual birthday is one year progressed. So if you're 40 years old, for 40 days after your birthday, um, each day you're in the energy of when you're one, the next day you're in the energy of when you were two, the next day you're in the energy of when you were three. And so it's a really good practice when you have a birthday to sit down and contemplate a meditation maybe 15 minutes, however much time you have, like the, do the kindness to you, especially when it's years that you wouldn't remember anything and just see what might percolate because you're in the energy of that year. So anything that needs resolution that you might have cellular memory or blocks around, it's you're in the energy where it can really come up easily and you don't have to relive it or anything like that. All you have to do is have the awareness of it and say, you know, I'm willing to release and uh, release this in love and light, whatever tool you want to use. And so it's a really good um, practice of self uh, refinement. Uh, after your, your your birthday, you get your inspiration. You have however many days of cleanup, and then you get to work with really um, uh, cultivating what seed of inspiration you got for the year. Oh, very cool. Now, is that might you said we have easier access to uh, things that may have like traumas that we may need to work through based like around those years. Is that why a lot of people do get like really emotional around their birthdays? You think that's part of that? I'm sure it could be, especially because that all that stuff is there. Our willingness to dive into it is what changes. And so some people have a really hard time on their birthday if they had. Imagine being birthed and being abandoned, or um, or the. the parents fighting about finances because they didn't realize how much it was going to cost and all that. And as a child, you're, you're getting all this, uh, this data that you, you have no context for. All you know is the energy of it. Uh, and so that is the uh, kind of a, uh, something to be mindful of. If you do have a hard time on your birthday, well, what am I aware of that I'm not willing to acknowledge that if I were to acknowledge could make my birthday come and go with total ease? Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I know, um, like when I was younger, uh, uh, I, I sometimes would get really, um, uh, like strangely emotional, but like I would get angry a lot on my birthday. But then as I, as I, you know, got older and started focusing on my spiritual path, became more present and, and developed a more loving relationship with myself. Uh, at some point on my birthday, like I always, I always make it a point to just do things that I really enjoy. Like I said, hiking, eating really good food, cooking, which I love to do. Uh, so just simple stuff and that I really enjoy and, and, you know, ideally spending time with friends and family. And uh, it's now like the recent years, I always get hit with the most powerful, like gratitude and, and love and um, like to the point of sometimes like tears, it's that powerful. I feel that much gratitude on my birthday sometimes. Um, so I wonder, you know, I wonder what the energy behind why, you know, I don't know, just maybe I'm contemplating back on like the year and all the wonderful things that have happened. And it's symbolic of, you know, a whole another year in my life has passed. But yeah, I get hit with a really powerful gratitude. And we're going to address a couple. There was two questions and comments I'll address in a moment. But one of the things with... Um, what, especially people who are walking the shamanic path. And I'll give you a story from uh, Ryan Dean. I think you know Ryan from the center. He's one mm -hmm. of the uh, business partners. Uh, he had a near-death experience and he got to touch in with this, um, with that 
that place of oneness where you have like, oh my gosh, I don't want to go back, right? And he he had the thought, oh my goodness, I was in this and I chose to come here and do this. It must have been pretty important. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, so for so for folks that have the have tapped into that, uh, the birthday could be like a really uh, powerful moment where I chose to come here to do things, and I'm so grateful for that. So I'm that's kind of the sense I get when tapping into the reason. It's like, wow, this is a celebration of something really epic that I came to do. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes that resonates a lot, definitely. And I do know, you know, I have. Um, uh, I have memory. Most of my memory, I feel like, is actually not, the majority of it is not from this physical life. Like most of the memory that I'm aware of is from bef- mostly before I even came to Earth. And, um, and you know, I was, uh, you know, we, we all come from source from oneness. But before that, you know, I existed as different kinds of spiritual beings. And I have memory of being in those bodies and those experiences. Uh, and, um, uh, so I, I know how I came to this planet, and I know that I was with a wonderful group of beings for thousands and thousands of years, and I'm now here. And uh, you know, n- nothing happens that isn't meant to happen the exact way it's supposed to happen. Everything could only happen the way it's happening right now because it is. Right? <laughs> we have this this moment. So that's the only way things could happen. So, um, yeah, I think I think the uh, birthday is a reminder. You know, it's the day I was incarnated. Uh, into this body. Um, and so I think energetically, I'm sort of reminded of like, yeah, you know what, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. I'm doing it. I'm here. This is like the epitome of my experience every single moment. Yeah. And just, uh, this is, um, she was actually on the live stream yesterday with Angie talking about the intuition class. Um, Angie and I are going to do another live stream on Friday night at seven, and we can talk a little bit more about that. But intuition, developing of intuition, it's not just about mediumship or talking to spirits. It's about getting in touch. If you think of it this way, in that divine spark in shamanism, we call it the muhukoya. It is the place of our seat of divine potential. It's the place where we're all one. And the reason we do all these things to get centered, to get meditative, and and is to get in touch with that ever-present in silence and you know because everybody else knows you know because there's no way you couldn't know because you're an infinite being so when you can touch into that uh you just have this ultimate awareness and that's what intuition like if you really get into intuition it's about getting to the place where you are on that threshold of losing yourself to the oneness where you have access to everything that is and then can bring it through this filter to express whatever you're choosing in this reality and and so intuition really is just your your building box of your toolbox of awareness, like however different ways you can do it. Uh, The time for it, I think is the 25th of April at, no wait, it's a week from Saturday at six or seven. I forget, it's on the website. I can double check. And uh, do we offer tarot reading, palmistry or numerology classes? Sure don't, unfortunately, though I coordinate a lot of events. Uh, I don't use any tools personally, though I do use a little bit of numerology and tuning fork sessions. There, I have uh, custom-made tuning forks called Master Set, so it's like one 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 two 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 three three three, and I have specific healing um, techniques that I use around that. Uh, but I don't actually teach numerology classes, or nor do I use it in my day-to-day practice. So there is a lady called uh, Patricia Ann Dooms. Uh, you can Google her on Facebook. I did have, I'd hardly ever get readings, uh, but I I chose like I like something just kept nagging me for like three years. It took me three years to listen to it. And I finally booked a reading uh, with this lady, Patty on Doom, sat down with her and she blew me out of the water uh, with what she told me. I'm like, wow, that like numerology is pretty cool. Like it's a whole nother science to uh, to learn about. Um, 
but definitely if you're noticing numbers or something like that, look that up, see what it is for numerology. And maybe there's a little bit of inspiration for you to work around something. Absolutely. And you had touched on um, intuition coming from that sacred silence, from that space of infinite being and oneness. And I think that really all, not just intuition, but I think also um, inspiration and creativity and truly uh, uh new ideas uh, all come from that space. I think whether or not someone is uh, actively focused on spirituality and discovering that part of themselves or not, like even all, I think all the really great geniuses and like composers and, all, and artists and all that had access to that space at some point. And, um, I, you know, I think when we're looking for inspiration or if you are to make it a little more practical, um, you know, if, if you can touch that, if you can quiet the mind and, and, and enter into that space of just being for even just a moment, you'll notice that out of that is where all of that inspiration and intuition arises, like Hank was saying. Uh, but yeah, we, uh, we all we all have access to it. We all are it. And, uh, and yeah, when talking about intuition or really any of this work that I do, when I do channeling, when I journey, uh, when I communicate with other people's spirit guides, whatever I'm doing, uh, it all starts with bringing myself into that space of just being that sacred silence. Right. And if you practice that enough, you it just extends into your everyday thing. Like it took me about a two two years of a daily practice. Uh, it was the two years I went through Fellowships of the Spirit, School of Healing and Prophecy. Every time we went on our weekends, you would have uh, meditation every day. And, and at home, I would do it once or twice, sometimes three times a day. And I had like this big span of time where I really just dove in and I had that daily practice. And what occurred is that time slowed down. Everything became a place of contemplation and a place where you're looking at something and making a choice instead of reacting. Granted, sometimes things threw me off, like in the middle of the night when some speed guy drag racing down the street, lost control, flew off the street and smashed into my, into my neighbor's car. Oh. Uh, I, I, I kind of lost it for a little bit. And then I quickly regained my composure because I, I I jumped out from the bushes. Like, this is a great story. Like, my, we wake up and I'm like, almost nothing. My wife's like, oh, no, you got to go down and check it out. And I go out and I, I, I hear them peeling off. And I see that my car smashed, my, uh, my buddy's car smashed. And because we were in a duplex living above and below each other. And and I noticed that there was a bumper in the street with a license plate. I'm like, oh, they'll, they'll be back. They'll be back. And I actually hear them coming back because they must have realized. So I'm like hiding in this bush. And like, they, they get out of the car. I'm like, ah, mother. You know, and I use some expletives. I'm like, you'll sit down on this curb and you wait for the cops. And I was a little bit more graphic than that. And then I took a breath, you know. And by the time the police got there, I'm just like, you know, they're going to be in way much more trouble with their dad than with me. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and so we got the insurance thing, but I, I didn't press it. Like I didn't ask for the officer to write him a ticket or anything, but, but you see, even something as traumatic as that, uh, <laughs> it, it all takes is just one tool to bring you back. So I took a couple deep breaths and I instantly floated back to that place of silence and started having a, a, a thing of, responding instead of reacting it's amazing so, so not to that degree but um much milder version of that story but i was uh, uh there have been i've been i've gone years where my entire focus uh, i didn't do any any other spiritual practice other than remaining in that space of being and, and sacred silence but i was intently focused on that to where like in a day i could like count 
the number of thoughts I had going through my head and like my hands and toes, like just super present all the time. And um, the one day I was coming home from work and it, I was pulling out of, uh, I worked at uh, the mall at the time years ago. And um, I was pulling out and there's kind of this like weird intersection where like it's one lane and then it splits off into three. And um, so I was just kind of on my way into the middle lane and some guy comes like speeding around me and bumps the side of my car and um, like obvious noise that he hit my car and everything. And, uh, you know, at first I was heart started beating a little fast, but then I like immediately caught it and was like, Ooh, brought myself back to the space of being. And um, it was funny because I, so I got out of the car calm and collect as could be. And he gets out of his car and he's, super you know worked up and angry and uh trying to, he's like he's like you you spun around and hit my car and blah, trying to blame it on me and all that but i just was totally calm to, to, like you know no emotional reaction whatsoever and i was like no i was here and you sped around and you know so I just you know that's what happened and he's like and so i, I could tell he was trying to get a reaction out of me because that's what the ego does right when it's like angry and reacting it wants to get a reaction out of the other person but I wasn't feeding it at all. And I was holding such a peaceful space that he like within a matter of a few seconds was like, well, doesn't look like there's any scratches on my car. How about yours? And I'm like, yeah, no, it looks pretty fine. All right. Well, as long as you're safe, have a good day. <laughs> and he just drove <laughs> off and nothing happened. <laughs> so, so, but I know that situation. And he was like, he looked, he had like a suit on and everything, like, and how angry he was. I just got the sense he was the kind of guy that would try and like get the cops involved and make it a whole insurance and make it a whole big situation. But um, yeah, I would just held that space and like everything around externally was whoop, lined up with that peaceful intention. <laughs> I love that because it, it's really like a, if you can, if people get, if you're in the state of reaction, that's where, you know, the next day you're looking at yourself and going, wow, that's not really me. Who was that? <laughs> and we have this ability. And this is one of the places we get trapped as an infinite being, being fragmented in time and space because we judge past actions based on current data. And then we are our own worst sorcerer. There is no curse more powerful than you judging yourself for something you should have done, could have done, would have done anything like that, uh, that is the biggest unkindness you could ever do to yourself is to judge yourself. And then you're not in the moment anymore because you're in the past thinking about all the ways you could have changed it or it could have been different. <laughs> and so, so really an important thing. Uh, I just uh, put on there too, if you have a question, if you want to offer a contribution, please um, you know, type it in comments. We'll show it online and we can certainly speak to anything like that. Also, oh, maybe you could post little links to uh, the YouTube channels for oh, subscribe I, and all that. It, it's interesting that you say that because I had the link ready to go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is, we have a new, uh, you're, if you're watching this, you might be on Facebook, you might be on a couple different Facebook pages, but we did start a YouTube channel just for stir crazy shamans. Uh, and it's going to either be me or Casey or Casey and a guest or me and a guest. Like we're, or just ourselves just um, doing random meanderings at midnight or whatever. Uh, but it's all shamanic oriented from kind of the lenses of shamanism, which really everybody is in some degree. <laughs> uh, but here is the, uh, let me type, please subscribe and share. I have to get yours next. Thank you. Uh, so here is the YouTube link for stir crazy shamans if you like to subscribe there and once we get to a hundred people we get to do a custom url which is very exciting for us we're looking forward to that so we don't have that 
weird thing at the end with the random letters. Yeah, yeah. Subscribe, subscribing, and liking the video really, really helps uh, helps us to get this wonderful information, these beautiful energies out to as many people as possible. Yep. And the Shaman's Way one, I am getting now. But if you do have a question, uh, please say in the comments. If you're really brave, uh, we could also have you come on video with us if you'd like. If you wanted to interact a little bit. And here's the one for uh, YouTube rejected my comment. It's very common I'm sharing a link. Okay. Well, um, it didn't like, uh, like it on some of them. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll have to manually post it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I forget where we were. Uh, were we anywhere? <laughs> no, well, we, we had just kind of talked about getting taken out of the moment and getting back to center. Oh, and, there we go. Uh, not judging yourself based on past act, past not judging past actions based on current data because that's mm. the biggest unkindness that you can do to yourself. Um, but the the theme of the day is your day. Happy birthday, right? Uh, my my next thing where I'm feeling inspired to go with the conversation is why couldn't every day be your day? Mm. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, I, we, we have this experience where people s say all the time, like, oh, today's a really good day. Or, you know, uh, you know, I'm just having an off day. Like I woke up on the wrong side of the bed, that kind of thing. Um, so I ask the question of people sometimes, why can't every day be an awesome day? Why can't every day be a great day? And, um, you know, uh, we are the ones who create our reality and go, tying into what we were just talking about a little while ago, being present, right? Uh, the magic of life, like when, when you were a kid, right? Everything that you saw was like so incredible and amazing. The first, like I've talked about before, the first time you ever saw a waterfall, wow, so like awe-inspiring. And the first time, uh, you know, you went to the movies, like what an incredible experience that was and uh, and everything, just sitting down and playing and or just using your imagination out in the backyard or wherever you were and just running around and, you know, everything was magical and alive, right? And so sometimes you can wonder, like, where did that go? <laughs> and uh, and we can still have access to that. It's just we, we have so much, um, the ego has developed to the point where we sort of see everything through a veil of... Uh, like of past preconceived notions and we label things so quickly. So instead of seeing the waterfall and all of its glory and beauty, you know, we see like, Oh, yep, that's a waterfall. I already know what that is on to the next thing, you know, or like, or like, yeah, that one's kind of crappy and small. You go to a movie and like, yeah, I don't really like the acting, you know, I'm not a big fan of that actor and blah, 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 instead of just enjoying the experience. Uh, so really being, being truly present um, brings that magic back into your life. If you were to truly experience uh, things for what they were without any kind of past judgment, any kind of labeling. Uh, everything is really, really magical. Even the things, even if there are moments when, you know, there are ex a lot of external chaos and things are, would, would normally cause you suffering. You know, you, there may be sensations that feel a little uncomfortable, uh, but, but if you're not labeling them as that, it's just a sensation that arises, then it passes and the next moment you're somewhere else and you're enjoying the next thing. So yeah, uh, so don't let, don't let the don't let yourself uh, judge the the present moment and don't bring your thoughts into it because what can you add to this moment by thinking that will make it any better, right? 
in this moment, like that's where the magic lies, not in your thoughts. So be here. And just to add, um, a good judgment will stick you even worse than a bad judgment sometimes. So if you look at something and say, wow, that's perfect. Well, now did you just cut yourself off from receiving more because you labeled it as perfect? And feel, <laughs> feel the difference in energy. How does it get any better than this? And wow, this is as good as it gets. Doesn't get any better. How many times do you hear people say that? Why would you say that? Uh, <laughs> you know, oh, how does it get any better than this? What else is possible? This this reminded me of um, this passage from Neil Donald Walsh. Uh, this is from his first book, and it's right when him and Neil. If, if you don't know about Neil. Um, on the fourth Thursday of every month, we do a um, conversations with God discussion group, which we're doing completely virtually now. Uh, so if you're inspired to look it up, uh, we post it on Meetup, we post it on the Facebook group, and then we'll also just be doing it live. So you can tune in on my profile page or YouTube or whatnot. Uh, but this is his thing. It says, all people are special and all moments are golden. There is no person and there is no time one more special than another. Many people choose to believe that God communicates in special ways and only with special people. This removes the mass of the people from responsibility for hearing my message, much less receiving it, which is another matter, and allows them to take someone else's word for everything. You don't have to listen to me, for you've already decided that others have heard from me on every subject and you have to listen to them. Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, but the, the main part of that was that every moment special every moment is a god moment we just happen to notice some more often than others <laughs> uh, and just to share one that i was outside of a, a meeting when i was going uh, i was at a meeting or whatnot and have you ever had the opportunity when it's it's raining right and the rain cloud is coming and you actually see the rain moving towards you hitting oh, the yeah, yeah. and so Beautiful. it's like you, you see that you see that rain coming down and you just see that water and we're all outside of the meeting like i didn't smoke but a lot of the people smoked and everybody just stopped what they were doing everybody turns and looks and sees this like this waterfall in a sense you know this rain curtain coming towards us and then it starts hitting the ceiling over and everybody looks at each other and i think more than one person said wow that was a god moment <laughs> <laughs> but but all moments have that kind of magic in it if you're willing to step back and and see it and if it's not in the physical world, imagine what you might be aware of in the non-physical world if you were to be open to the awareness of that beautiful tapestry, that golden tapestry that we don't always see. We sometimes perceive the mess, but we don't see that the divine perfection of it all. And I use oh, yeah. that perfection in quotes here, air quotes, since I just talked about things being perfect and being a judgment. <laughs> <laughs> no, and sometimes, uh, you know, obviously if I'm out in nature and experiencing the beauty of like a forest, um, it's really easy to recognize the divine nature and how incredibly beautiful that is. Uh, but, you know, sometimes if I'm just sitting here in the room, you know, like uh, before, you know, in the morning or at night before bed, and just lying there, it's kind of like, you know, okay, I got four walls around me or whatever. Uh, but there's vast beauty even in just this. Um, and, I, you know, I'm able to see and communicate with my guides. I can open up and sort of close my sight when I want to. Uh, if that, that's kind of the way I put it. Um, but, uh, you know, just laying there in bed, I just shift my focus until I'm able to see my guides and like immediately I'm overwhelmed with like the beauty of, of being able to see energy and spirit. And uh, so, yeah, no matter where you are, there's a vast beauty. And when you really learn, and this isn't something everyone needs to focus on right away or be able to do, but if you are able to, and everyone can learn to do this, but if you are able to see energy and you really get, because there are different levels, there's so, like an infinite number of like layers, I think of energy, but at a certain point, things become almost overwhelmingly beautiful. 
Uh, like, you know, people can see auras and they see like the layers of color around a person. But then you look within that, look inside of one layer and you go deeper and it gets a little more complex, go deeper within that. And then this like these complex geometric shapes and patterns, like the most beautiful complex art you've ever seen is uh, is is like just flowing endlessly. And that's all around you all the time, whether or not you're aware of it. So you don't need to be able to specifically see it, but we can all feel that beauty all the time. Yeah. If we, if we bring our attention to it. And for me, it oftentimes comes in the way of tones. So I, I get these different tones all the time. I know that there's certain tones for certain spirits. I work with certain tones for certain other things that I work with. And I just, I hear the vibration. And I know that if I were just to, to fall into that vibration, I have this entire experience and we're not, it's not even with plant medicine or anything like that. This is just, if you do your own inner refinement and, uh, or even if you don't, like you might just have this tone being with, uh, to use one of your words, Casey, have uh, curiosity, uh, what was it? Curious awareness. Curious awareness. Have a curious awareness about that tone. What is this? What can I do with it? And like, see if, uh, even if you haven't had these experiences, if you get a tone like that, see, well, what's possible if I allow myself to receive from it? So I'm curious, these tones that you hear, because I don't, and I've not worked with it a lot, but I hear all these tones all the time. And I always just thought like, okay, they're sounds like energy sounds that I'm hearing. Uh, but sometimes they're like these really high pitched, like, zzz, like kind of like almost like ringing sounds. Sometimes it's a little like lower mm -hmm. and like these, whoop, 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 whoop. like, is that, I know I did a horrible job at explaining that just now, <laughs> but does that to you resonate and feel like that's kind of what you're yeah. hearing and falling yeah. into? You're picking up on a vibration of some kind. And, uh, and I think a lot of people with tinnitus possibly are just really aware and uh, spirits try to say, hello, hello, hello. And they're like, no, no, no. Because <laughs> I've had this, you know, I've, I've heard the tinnitus or tinnitus, whatever people call it. Um, there have been times when I'm like, do I have that or am I really hearing energy? <laughs> See, but my tones change. I think with tinnitus, it's one specific tone because if we're there. Okay, more on, I'm not a medical doctor, not claiming to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. So when, if you have actual tinnitus, uh, you could use a tone generator and you could find the exact tone. The tinnitus doesn't change. It stays like a consistent tone is my understanding. And okay. so you could actually play with the inverse frequency of that tone to create like a canceling white noise to give yourself some peace. But you like do custom tuning forks or something like that. But anyhow. And do they always, do, do you know, I mean, I know you're not a doctor. Do they always hear that tone or does it come and go for Always. I, I believe always. it's always. Okay. My dad has it. He's but now he was in the Air Force and was like um, a weather observer on the runway with planes like taking off next to him. So his was like uh, a an actual damaging of the ear, yeah. and it's the same tone all the time. And he actually did do that. He went up and he got like the he because if you have it, you'll hear the tone until you don't. If you're doing a tone generator and you'll know when you don't hear, it's because it's matching what you're actually hearing, and that's the tone that you hear. And so you could actually figure out the exact Hertz frequency of the tinnitus. And then you could see, well, what if I were to play around, if it say, say it's, um, 10,044 Hertz. Well, what if I, if I took that and I did a, a harmonic of it, or if I did the backwards frequency and, and like, just play around and see if uh, a different combination of tones might create more ease around hearing it. Huh? Interesting. Now I know I, there is kind of like this constant tone that I hear, which does sort of change a little bit, but then there's all these other tones that come through. Like sometimes I'm laying there in uh, like, in, especially when I'm like really relaxed, like in bed sometimes. And um, like, I'll hear these like, wah, 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 like really deep tones. Well, and that's I sit there and I'm like, resonance. What's that? 
It could be the Schumann resonance that's okay. been fluctuating, and it's actually been going up so high that it comes into the audible range. And uh, that's um, around, originally it was like eight cycles, eight point some cycles per second. And then over time, it's getting up to like 24 and, and higher. And it's actually coming into the, the audible range of humans. Uh, so that is the, uh, uh, like, that. this is what they play on the space station to keep the astronauts from getting sick. They found that we need the frequency of Earth to stay healthy in space, right? Oh, wow. We're finding people were getting sick. Uh, so they actually, in the space station, they have that human resonance. Um, you, they don't hear it, of course, but they're playing that because our bones need it, our body needs it. It's what connects us to Pachamama, um, our beloved Earth mother, right? Uh, but recently, and maybe this is a sign of the shifts in times and everything, it's been spiking. There's been unprecedented spikes because it used to always be around eight cycles per second, and now it's been jumping quite a bit to the point where people hear it because it's a really low tone probably when you do hear it it's probably in the 30 to 50, 40 decibel range or huh. hertz range not decibel that's fascinating and i because I, there have been times uh throughout like the years that you know even years ago when i had um heard heard that kind of tone as well but again it would just be like I would hear it for a little while and then I wouldn't notice it after that. And it could be um, something totally different. Ask yeah. what, is this? what is this? What can I do with it? And <laughs> see what what secrets it might have for you that you might and, and then another thing I've noticed, like, so that kind of constant tone that I hear a lot, it gets like louder and, and quieter. But then there have been times I was just remembering I'd forgotten about this. There have been times when I've focused on it and I'm like, okay, let's see where that goes. So I put my attention into it and really zoom my focus into that. And then like these new sounds all start to come through from that. Uh, so like it's it, what starts out as like a constant tone then shifts into like a fluctuating tone and then like a different kind of pattern and it gets more complex. Mm -hmm. So that's, I, I, but I have no idea what I'm doing with any of it. I would just- Right. <laughs> well, when spirit does give you an inspiration, think of it like um, either a gumball machine or think of it like one of those self-dispensing cat food dispensers. Like until you take what's there, spirit's not gonna give you more. Hmm. So if you do start to acknowledge the things that are coming through to you and you start eating from it and you start taking it like the new food, the new inspirations are going to flow. And so that's that's when you say that that's the energy that I feel behind. It's like, OK, well, you, you picked up this note, so now we'll give you a little bit more. You pick up that, we'll give you a little bit more. Because uh, if you were just to get the whole symphony at once, you might be like, ah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. No, I know, especially with with um, like seeing energy. If I, if they were to just flip on those switches and give me all that complex information all at once, I would have been, ooh, geez, that would have been crazy. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, and uh, so it sounds like a very similar thing, like what I did there versus what I do with um, seeing energy. And uh, and that's the other thing I, I'd like to point. I'd like to touch on um, is when learning to feel see hear energy or whatever if you're working with another person for example like sometimes i'll have people uh like create a ball of energy and then we'll say okay what what color does that look like to you and you know maybe i'm seeing it as like this kind of green spirity color and they're seeing it more as like red um uh so neither of you are wrong. And so sometimes people get caught up and they say like, oh, you know, well, I, I was wrong. I saw the wrong color or whatever. I wasn't actually seeing it. I was making it up or whatever else they have to say about it. Uh, but in my experience with playing around with this and working with people throughout years and years is sometimes they'll go, okay. So they say, All right, I'm seeing red, although I was seeing green. And then I go, oh, okay, I see. So if you go a layer out here, that layer of my aura is red. So you were seeing it through, you were focused on that color while looking at the shape. So then I kind of, without telling them that I'm seeing green, 
Now, okay, focus in a little further, tighten up, like right around here, bring your attention into that. And like then they'll see it as green. Um, so there's like an infinite number of layers of things happening all the time. So in order, so it's possible, it's entirely possible. And I've done it hundreds and hundreds of times with people. Uh, but we, we can tune our attention to the exact same energy and see, feel, hear the exact same things. I've done that tons of times. Um, but it, if you are having different experiences of energy while trying to focus on the same thing, two people might just be focused on slightly different frequencies. Very good. Uh, and I know I just want to be mindful. We're at about 36 minutes now. I know it's your birthday. Mm. I didn't know if you wanted to spend the entire time or I know you also I just put up, ask questions. Maybe don't ask questions if we're calling it, <laughs> but it is raining. So like, I don't know if you were still going to go on your nature. Or is yeah. It I, I think I'm getting out there either way. Um, I, I gotta, I love to be out in, in the forest on my birthday. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. We'll maybe we play around for a little bit, a couple more okay. minutes and see how we feel. Yep. Sounds good. So if you do have any questions, uh, please uh, go ahead. You can uh, make comments and we can uh, respond to your questions or your inspirations, your feedback, because this is as much your co-creation as it is ours. Without you, we wouldn't be here. What's the saying? If a, if a tree falls in the middle of the woods and no one's around to hear it, does a tree yeah. exist? Does it make a sound? No, no, no. Does the tree even exist? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, I did say that. Oh. That, that, that is the traditional one. Does it make a sound? But or or does reality actually form as you are? You know, does case even exist when I'm not around? <laughs> so without you guys, there would be no stir crazy shamans. So okay. please ask your questions if you have any, and if not, that's cool too. Yes. Always, always grateful for the interaction, um, and and we're really excited to. Um, to start to steer the direct the direction of our conversations where you guys want it to go because we have fun and you know obviously we'll never really stay focused on one particular topic we've been like in 50 different directions just in today's one which is fun and that's how we love to do it but um but yeah we'd still love to talk about what you guys want to hear about um and and that's really what we're what we're here for is to help uh uh spread this beautiful energy to as many people as we can reach so yeah whatever you guys want to hear we'll talk it's, about it since you did talk about that energy uh thing uh there i think it was on the last episode did you do you walked everybody through like um yeah, yeah. You look at the one about how to uh feel energy i forget the exact title we had but uh casey walks us through this uh this process where you have the experience of feeling energy. Um, so if you are interested in developing that or having an experience with it, go look at the channel and go back a, a episode or two. And there's one where he's doing that. So that would be cool. And are you going to be doing a meditation tonight? I know it's your birthday or were you going to take the day off? It's uh, cool either way. I'm just curious. Yeah. I, w I was just thinking about that before we got on. I meant to tell you before we started the broadcast, I think I'll probably just do it tomorrow if that's okay. okay. Um, so, so we'll have two back to back. We'll do Wednesday and Thursday. We'll have back-to-back -back meditation days. Cool. And we should actually pre-schedule those since we're doing it that way now, since it's just a contribution or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Sorry to have some shop talk on air. We should like wait for <laughs> Thank you for being patient yeah. with us, everyone. Well, but I think it's important too. Like this is not intended to be a show where like we're presenting serious material. Like we're having a casual conversation that's very much inspired by different topics and things like that. So uh, there is nothing off limits, you know? Um, Sounds cool. Let's see. What else can we talk about about birthdays? I wonder if there's anything in Neil Donald Walsh's stuff about birthdays. I'll quickly look it up while you think <laughs> something else to throw out there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, geez. Where does spirit want us to go with this? Where was I? I was just talking. 
Uh, yeah, if anyone is interested, oh, and maybe I'm, I don't want to throw this out there too early before anything is like even starting to be conceived. Uh, but eventually, we may, I may, I, and I, in some way, shape, or form, I'm going to be teaching classes on energy and how to sense energy, how to work with energy, and do like advanced energy techniques. So stay tuned to Stir Crazy Shamans for updates on that because that that is a thing that's going to happen eventually. I'm going to teach like really advanced energy techniques. Oh, and actually, I have. If you guys have been inspired with the the shamanic component of what we're talking about, we were. Uh, we we're pushing back the actual physical start date of the shamanic apprenticeship program that starts uh, was going to start uh, April 17th. Uh, but what uh, Zane and I have done is we created a standalone class called a Taiwantan Mesa class. Well, he called it something different, but the whole process is building this Taiwantan Mesa. And it's going to be a two module, six week series. Uh, so it's going to start uh, basically, I think a week after we're, we're getting the exact dates uh, ironed out right now, but I have the registration link. So I'm going to post that. And if you have, uh, if you want to dip your toes into the world of shamanism, uh, it's going to be a completely virtual experience. However, there's going to be homework where you have to go out in the nature and find stones and different things to build your Tawanta Mesa. And a Tawanta Mesa at the end, it doesn't have to be the proven cloth, but it looks something like this. Uh, you might call it a medicine bundle in the north, uh, but it will have all the, the different stones and things that you collect that each stone represents uh, different things that you work with in nature. So you have a stone for Pachamama, which is Mother Earth. And you have a stone for Waira, the wind. And uh, you build that and you look, get instruction of how you can use this as a connection. And we say in the Ultimasat tradition anyway, uh, this is the perfected use. So if you go to do a healing and you've had a bad day and you're really pissed off at the world and, you know, instead of your client suffering, this doesn't get pissed off. <laughs> so it represents the perfected you in a sense, and you can actually give it a different job when you're doing healing work. So we're going to be uh, starting that. And then that is included. If you are in the apprenticeship program, uh, that six week series is included. Uh, we're doing that. So we're still starting the series without um, having to make people wait. Uh, and at the same time, honoring the stay at home order and uh, seeing where that takes us. Yeah, yeah, I know they just kind of, well, they updated that a little while ago. So now it's like May 1st or something will be. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what we've we developed it so we could be pretty flexible. We, if we started in June, what our plan is we're going to double up some of the nature excursions. So like the very first weekend, we'll probably do uh, two weekends worth of nature oh, uh, nice. excursions. And then we'll do the Mesa work virtually. So we're going to be able to catch up. And then we also have the backup weekend in November if need be. So between doubling up on the weekend and offering a little bit of additional virtual content, I think it's going to work out actually nicer than the original program. I kind of like the nice. idea a little bit better. Very so, cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm ecstatic that Zane's doing that. Um, yeah, very excited. I'm so excited to work with him. Zane is, like I said, his energy is he's so powerful, but so grounded and peaceful. I, I, I just knew like instantly, I was like, that, that guy's the teacher for me when it comes to shamanism. <laughs> Oh, of course, it's giving me that weird link. Oh, <laughs> I accidentally posted it already. Did I? No, I didn't. Uh, you know when you copy? Oh, no, I did. Uh, <laughs> it, it was like thinking about it, but no. Because you know when you copy a link from Facebook, it like wants credit for it, and it makes this weird Facebook link that's like three oh, times. Oh yeah. yeah. So here's the correct link. Here is a nicer link. Okay. Oh, did you? Were you able to link to? Uh, Shaman's no. way. Well, I we the links went out on Facebook, but it wouldn't 
the YouTube channels wouldn't take the link to another YouTube oh, channel. And, okay. it, and it actually gave me a message that said that um, that oftentimes happens because YouTube is blocking those because it's just people spamming other people's shows to get links or whatever. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. So um, so the links did go out to Facebook. So if you're on Facebook, if you'd like to take a moment, subscribe to Stir Crazy Shamans and uh, Casey's channel, Shaman's Way. And if you feel like it, go to HHH. We have a lot of different channels, but we're trying to kind of keep the content uh, separated and, and for its intended focus. Because if you go to HHH, it's like everything happening at the center. So we got like EET, we have Conversations of God, Power of Possibilities. I throw Stir Crazy Shamans on there. Uh, so it's a plethora a smorgasbord mm -hmm. of consciousness if you will if you want to go and uh check that out too and shaman's way is uh stir crazy shamans is on there obviously but then um i do like channeled messages from spirit i do my meditations shamanic meditations um sometimes i do i'll post like a uh, um, shamanic journeys that i went on i'll journey for the collective and i'll explain the uh, journey experience and um just you know uh, like i did a little like light language thing which i just learned the word for a few days ago and shared that so all kinds of great like fun shamanic and spiritual stuff that i post on there and if this is your first time watching one of, that's one of the reasons that it's been so nice uh, connecting with casey because he has all this shamanic knowledge without having had a structure so a lot of the things that he uh, that he's already doing there's actually words for in the shamanic um like in the quechua tradition and so it's a, a very interesting interplay because sometimes I'm saying something he's never heard before or vice versa. And it's just uh, with such diverse backgrounds and different ways that we came to the same place, it creates a, a very unique conversation of, of where we can take things. I love it because I'll, I'll like he said, I'll be, I'll be talking about some experience I've had. And then he goes, Oh, it's called this. And I go, Oh, wow. That's lovely to know there's a name for that. Yeah, it's, it's very fascinating. I learn new things every day during our conversations or well, or, or validating. And we don't want to get caught up with the words, but at the same time, having like um, a, an agreed upon word for things, it helps with conversation. But at any point in time, it's important to remember another quote from Neil, language is the feeble attempt to put words of the isness to the allness or something to that effect. And <laughs> words are so limiting. So always look for the energy behind the words. That's what Casey got. He got the energy behind the words, but then didn't have the structure to uh, communicate it in a way that other people might understand, where if you have things from shamanism or astrology or whatever there's like a common meeting ground where oh i get it and now now you take it to new heights uh you know without the limitation of the words still yeah i uh for years and years when i would do like energy healing or whatever it was you know i'd do all this work on a person they go wow what were you doing i go i don't know <laughs> So now I have more words to be able to describe to people like what exact what not exactly but you know to relate it in some way to what I'm doing. So it's it's nice to have words. Words are useful. Yeah, well, it was one thing that's fun. There was a I forget what technique I did. Like I came up with something. I was just running with spirit, and someone was like, "Wow, that was the, the one of the best things I ever had." Like, where did you learn that? I'm like, I just made it up. And they're like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> like, but I, if it was early in the moment, like I just was following the way that I, after I say my opening intention or open up to work with a client, I look around my office and things will just shine to, I call it shining to me. Like your, your attention just goes to something like, oh, I'm going to use that. Oh, I'm going to use that. And it just flows. It's not like I'm thinking about what I'm going to do next. But when you tap into that intuition, when you can tap into that sacred silence, then you have access to just being aware of what's going to create the most for whatever you're looking at. Yeah, and that sort of shining, like just noticing things like that. I, I you know, that happens with um, not just uh, like tools that we're meant to work with, but also like when we receive like signs from the universe, right? We may not exactly understand uh, what that sign uh, meant, but I know like 
uh, like a lot of times they'll correlate to a certain thought, like, especially if I'm out in the forest and like, I'm thinking like something like, like, Oh wow. You know, like I'm whatever I'm inspired to do this. And, you know, I'm going to do this with my life next or whatever. And then like, right. As I think that some like hawk or Eagle flies by or something, I'm like, Oh wow. And it just catches your attention in such a big way where if you weren't paying attention, it would have just been like, Oh, that was an Eagle. But, uh, but you know, it shines, like you said, and that way it catches your attention in the way you're like, wow, spirit showed me that. Um, so yeah, yeah. Pay attention to that, that sensation you get when things pop out at your attention in a powerful way like that. Yeah. that spirit communicating with you. And sometimes those are just magical moments too. Like the last time of uh, two years ago, when we did the apprenticeship program, we went out to, it was called the query, I believe out by Sandusky. It was like this big overlook where you had this big open area and we were doing a despacho to the wind and the sun there. And when uh, Zane started doing calling out to Wida, no joke, there was probably like eight hawks or eight big birds maybe they were turkey vultures they all came out and they started circling the entire time he did it and then they like went away it's like <laughs> that's just an amazing and, and then he'll stop and be like this was an omen <laughs> oh i love it yeah magical how, moments yeah magic <laughs> moments that's gonna be another one of our our uh topics is gonna just be talking about these magical moments in our life and um and really it's the space of being able to step back and recognize them because they're all over the place. And sometimes we're just too busy or too much set on autopilot and reacting through life to actually notice them. Yeah. And they can be, you know, they don't have to be powerful, like images of animals swirling around, you know, even the subtlest things are, are communications and signs from spirit, you know, um, like <laughs> a little funny manifestation story. Um, my father loves to shop at Costco, uh, so he's he's always going to Costco, and he, and you know he and he loves to do stuff for me and my brother who live here at the at our condo, and um, so I was at home, and uh, I was looking through, it and I was like, oh, I'm almost out of aluminum foil. I need to go buy aluminum foil. So I was, uh, so I just had that thought in my head of like, don't forget, like I'm going to go out and get aluminum foil, blah blah. So I thought about aluminum foil like seven times, in, like over the course of like the next hour, and then my father texts me. And he goes, hey, I'm at Costco. Do you happen to need aluminum foil? <laughs> <laughs> and um, so it was like, you know, was I uh, thinking that and manifested him asking me or was I like, you know, aware of it because it was already going to happen or both at the same time? Uh, but I just made the, and it was something so, you know, so small and simple. But to me, that was like a little like, oh, wow, you know, our thoughts and and this reality are so interwoven and connected. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the, uh possible pitfall people fall into with that is if you start to share those things with people you have uh, what i would might call the negative nancy's like well that's just in your head and, <laughs> and then we let those people get on our head so there's a little tool from access i like to give everybody when you do have these inspirations and you're like super high in vibration because you're so excited that you're getting all these things and then you tell someone uh, before you tell people ask will this be a contribution if i tell them this and if you get a heavy feeling don't tell them uh, the saying is just for me, just for fun, never tell anyone. <laughs> because if you, if you, sometimes when you share things and uh, people are negative about it, seeing anything as negative, that's the only real Satan, uh, is, isn't it? If you start buying in with their point of view, then you start to take away the magic that you're aware of. So just something to be mindful of. Uh, sometimes when you have those moments, depending on what space you're in, it's a great question to ask, will me sharing this be a contribution to what it was or not? Right. And I, I have totally shifted in my experience with that sort of thing over the years. When I first 
uh, again, when I had like very little words to describe the experience that I was going through and I hadn't really shared about my experience with many people, even when people would ask me, people who are more open would ask about this sort of thing. I was so hesitant to share any of my experience, you know, for that reason, I was like, you know, if they judge me or whatever, I don't want them like getting into my head and all that. And so I was really hesitant, even with open spiritual people to share about the things that I talked about. And throughout the years, um, you know, have completely changed. And now, like, I know what I know, and no one's going to change that. And so I sometimes have to catch myself, like, if I'm working with, like, clients, you know, sometimes clients who, uh, you know, the, we may just start, and they're like, oh, yeah, I, I've been doing a little meditation lately. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And next thing I know, just in the moment, flowing with it, I'm, like, talking about extra dimensional beings and, like, this portal that's outside of our solar system. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> maybe I need to take a step back. But that's just, like, you know, I am who I am. I know what I know. I don't care, you know, <laughs> but not everyone's in that, in that space, obviously. Right. Well, and that's the thing is if you, whether you align and agree with the resist or react to the other person's point of view, either way, it just trapped you. So you can be like, no, that's not right. Well, you're just trapped because you're still engaging in the duality. Allowances, just letting them be where they're at and not having a point of view one way or the other about them judging you or not judging you. Right. And, and that, that's a, a, a weird place to be in. And even as much work as I've done, I still find myself using the tool of heavy and light because I'm very much in the spirit of cooperation, not competition. Yet someone recently asking for assistance with something, I got a real heaviness around it. And like normally I'd be like, yeah, I'll help you do something like that. I'm like, I don't know what is up. I still have to kind of dialogue with spirit about it. I'm like, I'm not sure what's up with that, but I need to take a, a look because I've never felt any heaviness around something like that. So mm -hmm. I'm not sure what it is. It's like, mm, that's a little odd. So I'm going to, I actually already know, but, <laughs> but anyway, but I, I asked a question, which is the important thing because instead of going, Oh yay. And just throwing everything out, uh, I'm, I'm taking a step back for what, for now the reason that I know since I asked a question uh, and I'm not going to share it. But not because I'm not willing to. I would be willing to, but I know that there's greater possibility if I don't. Mm, yeah, definitely. And paying attention, you know, com spirit communicates not just through signs externally, but inside of us. You know, we're we're an intimate, connected part of nature and the universe ourselves. So those little s sensations we get of heaviness and lightness, you know, pay listen to that. That 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 will guide you. Absolutely. So yeah, pay attention. Very cool. Well, we're coming up on an hour mark. Is there any last chance for a comment? Because uh, we'll start to wrap it up here. If you have a comment, if you have anything you'd like to add, uh, we can um, certainly do a quick uh, talking to something. So last chance, ask your questions and comments. But if you don't, it's a, a bad quote. I'm not going to say what just came through. But anyway, <laughs> there's no such thing as a stupid question. We'll leave it at that one. Uh, there's a quote from Gary Douglas. If you could look, Google him and uh, watch some of his stuff, I'm sure you'll find the quote that uh, just was coming through. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, thank you all so much. Um, uh, enjoy the day. You know, uh, I'm going to enjoy the day, the special day on my birthday. Uh, but uh, I'm not just enjoying the day because it's my birthday, but because every day should be enjoyed and every day should be magical and special. Yeah, why doesn't everybody take that as a challenge today? Treat today as if it were your birthday and really cater to your soul. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy. So thank you all. Um, yeah. Do all the good things like subscribe, share, get the message out there so that we can share our energy with the world. Thank you for your energy and your attention. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A Nike, a Nike, a Nike.